Welcome to the Empowered Homes podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to be a resource to connect church and home by growing strong families. Hey guys, it's Bobby. On this episode, I get with uh, Maggie and Joe Landy, student pastor at Kingsland Baptist Church. And we just kind of give an update of where we're at. Uh, Trump issued the uh, 30 more days this past Sunday, and we wanted to sit down and kind of talk. We, we've adjusted some things in ministry of what we're doing and how we're doing it right now during the coronavirus. Uh, and we talk about, you know, our adjustments and then really just talked about like, what are the needs and how are we meeting them? Uh, as well as you'll hear from us just share kind of what we do to keep sane in the middle of all of this, uh, because it's so hard now that, that we are going uh, and the burden of ministry and the burden of caring for our people that it's hard to unplug. So we talk about that too. So uh, if you have any questions or if you want to ask a question for us to answer, you can email podcast at empoweredhomes.org or go to empoweredhomes.org. Here I'm here with Bobby and then Joe Landy, um, our student pastor. We are just going to do a quick check-in with each of us, just sort of talk through what we are hearing from parents, what we're hearing from kids and families, um, and, and talk about how everything's going with uh, the quarantine and coronavirus. Yeah. Hey guys, it's uh, it's crazy. You know, President Trump just uh, announced last Sunday that we're going to be going till May, um, trying to do ministry and minister to our families uh, in a new way. And so we're just trying to be on the front line, think differently, and uh, wanted to get on with you guys. Just create, but first, Maggie, Joe, how are y'all? How's your families? We're doing well. We're in the Landy house. We are thriving as best we can, making the most of it. Hopefully like everybody watching this and hopefully like you guys are. Uh, shout out to my lovely bride, Megan, who is carrying the brunt of the homeschooling with Logan, our 10-year-old, and Riley, our three-year-old. But um, they're doing well. We're having lot, lots of family walks and family games and family movies. And so, I mean, that's the silver lining. And a lot of this is extra family time. Um, but yeah, just trying to make the most of it, probably like everyone else, and figure out ministry and figure out life and find some toilet paper every once in a while. So, <laughs> Oh, man. Maggie, how are you? Yeah, um, I'm doing well. My roommates and I are doing good. Um, we are all working from home, so we I think we, we've sort of gotten into a good routine with that. Um, I was able to do a Zoom call with my family, so my parents and my brother, and that was really cool. We hadn't used that before, and I think that that's sort of a cool technology that we'll use even after all of this is over. So just sort of trying to find those things that we want to hold on to when this is all said and done sure yeah it's it's been crazy and we had a, a wild week last week um nothing like being in coronavirus and having to go to the er uh charlie my oldest eight-year-old fell off his bike and gashed his knee big time uh and so he's he's milking it right now limping <laughs> but but that whole process of going uh, was nuts and i was more worried about actually being able to see somebody uh it was, the nurse came outside looked in the truck before we went in and anyways it was it was fun but uh he joked with the doctor when he was getting fixed up said this is my corona scar so he's <laughs> gonna always remember mm -hmm. uh, this time it's just it's been nuts uh, so just jumping right in uh maggie you know you're in, in children's ministry world 
you know, what, what, what do you, what's, what's going on? You know, what, what are you trying to do to connect with kids and parents? Yeah. And all that stuff? Yeah. So we've noticed that, um, our ministry focus has sort of pivoted since when this all first started, when it first started, our families had a lot of free time. They had, um, just like wide open schedules. They didn't know what to do with all of that free time. It was all very unexpected. And so it was a lot of checking in on people, but also giving them things to do. So we wanted to help just sort of offer them some structure um, if they felt like that would be helpful for their family. So now that our kids have transitioned into online schooling, we found that they have, they have less time. And so the things that we were putting out were actually ending up being more overwhelming than when we first started. And so we looked at that, we looked at what we were doing and we said, all right, that worked for the first couple of weeks and that was what our families needed. And now they need something different. And so now we're just really focusing on giving the kids something fun to do, things to look forward to. Um, I think that that's really important right now because we've, a lot of our plans have been scrapped. And so it's hard to look into the future and feel like maybe there's not a lot to look forward to right now, even though there will be again. Um, but that can be how it feels right now. And so we're giving them little things to look forward to. We did um, a movie night last week. Um, we all watched Tarzan together in the comforts of our own living rooms. Great soundtrack. Um, we, we, I know, such a great soundtrack, right? Um, and so that was just sort of a little um, celebration at the end of their first week of online school. And this week we started, we took away the scavenger hunt, which is what we were doing, which was giving the families an activity to do each day. And we're doing sort of a lunch break video, which um, it was like a snack recipe yesterday. Today, it's an object lesson. We're doing crazy pet tricks at some point. Joe's gonna do a workout for us at some point. Um, and so we're, we're more giving them something fun to look forward to in the middle of the day rather than like an activity that they have to follow through on. Um, and we're also really trying to put a lot of familiar faces in front of them because yeah. a lot of that has been stripped from them. And so we want them to know that um, the people who love them are still around and we're still here for them and, um, and show them that they're, you know, that we're still finding joy in every day and that they can as well. Yeah. Yeah, and just share a little bit, uh, volunteers. One of the things y'all did is really cool with volunteers that, um, we send out our resource kit that on Sundays and you guys have been kind of including volunteers who may just, just as much as the kids want to see them, they want to see the kids. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so when it, we called all of our volunteers at the start of this, um, we just wanted to check in on them and see how everyone was doing. And one of the things that we kept hearing over and over again was that they wanted to connect with their kids somehow and they wanted something to do. They wanted to feel like they were a part of something. Um, and so we have started asking volunteers to video themselves teaching the lesson. So it's usually 10 minutes or less. We do um, a younger preschool one, an older preschool one, and then an elementary one. They're teaching the lesson that they would have normally taught on Sunday in the classroom. Um, they video it, they upload it to Dropbox, and then we send that out. And so kids are getting to see their actual teachers who would normally be teaching them on a Sunday. 
um, teaching them the lesson, which has been really, really sweet. And um, it's been really fun for our volunteers too, because they are connecting with the kids, which is cool. And it's like, that's what they're wired to do. And so yeah. they're really, really gifted at it. And so it's been cool to watch them be able to use those gifts um, in a unique way during this time. Yeah, it's so cool seeing the videos. Uh, you know, we had one guy who had he edited and added music yeah. videos. He he crushed it. it so yeah, cool. some of them have been like they have put a lot of time into it, and then yeah. others have been really simple. But man, I love wow. watching both of them. I yeah. love it. I love that our kids are getting to see people that they see every Sunday, who they know love them and who they know love God, um, and they're getting to learn about His Word from them. It's powerful, powerful stuff. Uh, Joe, let's yes. talk students, man. I mean, you know, they're more social media tech savvy. I mean, they're tech natives. Like what, sure. what what's an update? Like, what are y'all trying to, how are you connecting with them? Uh, Cause we're, I mean, Maggie, we're, we're missing people. I know that's yeah. what we're, we're in the business of people and we're missing them. So yeah. Joe, what are you doing? Uh, for students and, and parents. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think some that Maggie said that's, I think, important for us all to take note of is like, this is a very fluid situation. Yeah. It's ever changing. You know, Trump just made the announcement, like you said, Bobby, a couple of days ago. You know, a lot of us thought, like, okay, how long is this going to be? And now we're going, like, okay, this is going to be a month now. Let's settle in, let's buckle up. And so I think student ministry wise, probably all ministry wise, it's, it's, it's recognizing what are the immediate needs at this moment? And it's okay to change things up. It's okay not to make uh, professions like, hey, we're going to do this every week. Um, it's okay to just kind of like evolve with what's going on and, and what's updated. And that's the same thing with students. And initially, you know, our, our student ministry staff, and I think for a lot of prob probably people that are in student ministry, like number one, do what only you can do. So calling your leaders, checking on your students you know that you can of course you can't call every student depending on the size of your ministry but you can do what you can and you can be you know vocal of faith you can put out your videos you can make your social media you know social media posts and all that stuff and reach as many people as you can so do what only you can do i'd say the second thing is like hey use your leaders i think what maggie's doing in children's ministry and her team is is very very smart is utilize your leaders that that expands your influence and so pouring into them that's that's one thing we did in student ministry we're very heavy in small groups on sunday mornings and sunday nights and we quickly got all of our leaders on the same page just saying hey look if you're just texting your kids calling them feel free to use zoom um if you can and get out there and and just just be checking on kids making sure no one's falling through the cracks if you hear of any major you know, spiritual issues, financial issues, let us know uh, right away so that we can support, we can help, we can reach out. And then of course, I'm, I'm trying to stay in contact with parents through like newsletters and hey, this is what we got coming up this week. Um, this is, we've got a, we call it the KSM after school Zoom Bible study on Wednesdays. We, we didn't start that right away, but now that we know that, hey, this, uh, hey let's start it. And so we do it 3.30, it's for everyone in our student ministry to come, it's a Zoom call. One of our uh, student ministry team leaders, we just lead like a little Bible study and try to interact with students and kids and, and connect with them. But making sure parents know about that, yeah. uh, making sure parents know, hey, reach out to us. If you feel like your kid hasn't been um, talked to, spoken to, seen by our leader, let us know. We want to make sure we're partnering with you well. And, and again, just the needs that come up, 
making sure that you're just hearing of those and kind of like ministering to those. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. And you did a, one of those needs you, you kind of met last week, which I thought was really cool. Cause I, I teach a senior life group. Uh, I've got, you know, 15, 16 senior boys that I meet with every Sunday. Um, and they were telling me about something you did just for the seniors. You yeah. want to share about that? Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting. Kind of, it's hitting all of us that like, uh, anytime you have loss, there's, there's grief. And especially for, I mean, you think about students and kids, like they're losing their regular schedules. They're losing, um, seasons of sports. They're losing musicals. They're losing proms. They're losing dances. We had an eighth grade girl, uh, say that she was like been looking forward to her eighth grade dance ever since sixth grade. And so what, what a bum that is. And so there's, there's all types of levels of loss for our kids, but probably the biggest is our, is our seniors, because this is their last high school year, their proms, their last high school seasons. Many of them won't play sports, you know, afterwards in college or, you know, whatever they're going to do, they're, they're going to move on from friends. Their graduations are kind of like uh, in jeopardy right now. And, you know, the last student mission. So, the need was get all the seniors together on a Zoom call. Let's see each other. Let's put eyes on one another and let's just connect. And it wasn't anything like teaching wise or big Bible study. It was just simply to encourage and pray for one another. So we jumped yeah. on a Zoom call Sunday Sunday uh, morning at 11. Uh, and a good group of students that, that came and we just wanted to see each other's faces. And I just wanted to go around and check in on them, ask them, hey, how you doing? What's one thing we can pray for? And then had a couple other students just, just share it. It's, been really cool students sharing their own testimonies on what the Lord is speaking to them, how they're trying to make the most of it. And I think it was just collectively, it was, it was a number of things. It was encouraging for sure, but it was very enlightening to know where our students are. And I think that was a good gauge um, to see where, where they're at, what they're, how they're processing things and what, what they need. So yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was good. My guys talked about it. They, they just liked getting together, you know, that yeah. that's a tight senior class and, they like just being together. It's really good for, for our parents and adults. Uh, you know, we, we launched or in, equipped our people to be able to have their discipleship groups. Uh, we call them community groups. And, uh, you know, we only had, I think one, maybe two groups that didn't meet this last week. And what's so cool is just seeing, uh, they're, they're sending us attendance just like normal. And, uh, the groups are larger than normal. Like they have more in attendance online uh, right now I think because people are just hungry and wanting to connect and that's been super fun to see and some of the stuff you know meeting the needs of our our parents uh, we, we sent our resource kit on Sundays after church and I can track you know clicks and views on, on everything and you know when we would send stuff to parents hey do this at home we'd have I would say you know 15 to 30 percent that you can track and say okay they clicked they opened they did all that stuff we're averaging over 60% on all our clicks. So parents are getting it, they're seeing it, and they're doing it. And that's what we've been trying to challenge them to disciple their kids at home. And so they're, they're doing it. And, uh, you know, they're busy and, and, and have a lot of stuff going on too. But that's been super fun. And then just trying to think of what, what, what do our parents need? So we're trying this next Thursday night at 7. Uh, we're going to go live with our streaming service through YouTube and our church live uh, website and then also through Facebook. Uh, 
we have a lot of parents with adult children that are back from college. And that's probably been our biggest uh, conversation that I've had with parents and with leaders of like, okay, my college students back and I'm trying to, to not parent them, give them freedom. But at the same time, this is challenging because they're adults, but they're still under my house. And so it just, so we, this past family freedom weekend, which is our big family ministry weekend, we had Jim Burns come do an open forum on raising your adult child, which he wrote a book on. And uh, Thursday night, we're actually going to play his open forum live through Facebook, YouTube, even though it's previously recorded, we're going to give everybody an opportunity to watch it. And we're, we're going to have people on the chats talking and helping and we're going to try. That's something new. I don't know if it'll work. If people will be upset because it's pre-recorded. Uh, I don't know, but it's worth a shot just to try to equip them. So it's been uh, interesting times for, for parents and adults as well. So I uh, just appreciate you guys and what you're doing. And the purpose of this was just to touch base uh, and, and just keep, keep this moving along. It's changing every single day. So uh, thank you guys for your time today. Uh, Joe. Yes, sir. Got a question for you. Sure. Okay. So this came through um, some social media stuff. Uh, and we'll end on this. Maggie, you can answer it too. All right. So, uh, Joseph Landy, uh, how many times are you working out a day right now? Oh, really? Man, <laughs> the one thing that's helped keep me sane, I'm glad I have a home gym. Probably <laughs> four to five days a week for sure. Going to do a little run later today. There you go. So that'll be good. But yeah, grateful to have a home gym and burn off some energy for sure. There you go. No, you don't have to answer that, Maggie. But what what are you Wait, doing? Wait, no, I have a good answer. You want to? Oh, you got do. a pull up bar in her house, I think. Well, yeah, I was going to ask. Our, my roommates did. They built a pull up bar. Yeah. Um, no, I actually got uh, a spinning bike here. This is like. What? What's... I built that myself. I got my parents gave me an early birthday gift, and so I have a spinning bike because I was missing my spinning classes so much. Nice. So yes. well, there you go. Now I can spin in quarantine. That's all. Well, <laughs> the question really was like, what are you doing to to keep yourself sane? Because I think spinning. ministry ministry leader, <laughs> we're like my wife asked me the other day, do you ever turn off? Cause I'm constantly thinking, constantly writing, keeping notes on my phone and on my laptop. And, and so that was one of the yeah. questions, like, what do you do to, to disengage? I know Joe works out and yeah. know you're spinning. Yeah. And I think the other part is just sort of allowing myself a lot of grace in this time. I think I've heard that from a lot of people of like, no one's ever done this before. So yeah. we need to be kind with ourselves and kind with others. Um, but also, you know, I'm, I'm trying to allow myself to slow down, which is not something I'm used to. Yeah. And so I'm, you know, I'm trying to take, you know, a couple hours in the afternoon to read, which is not something I've ever been able to really do before. Um, or, you know, take off early and bake something or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to allow myself to slow a little bit yeah. during this time while still getting the things done that need to get done. Yeah. That's, that's, good, that's yeah. probably a good time to just remind us that, you know, we don't need to carry the weight of ministry. Mm -hmm. Like, like we didn't have to carry it before. Uh, well, certainly it's a burden and we, we care for our people and all that stuff, but like God is still sovereign. He's still on his throne. He's still at work. 
this wasn't a surprise to him so it's okay to like turn this thing off Mm -hmm. every once in a while it's okay to get to the emails tomorrow Mm -hmm. or the text tomorrow because you know god is still at work um he's still faithful he's still true do what only you can do and and sleep well at night go to bed early don't lose sleep over this thing so that's my that's my struggle i'm up on i'm a night owl and yeah we've got to disengage something i've been doing this past week i text a few guys that i need i needed accountability um to to unplug and so uh i you know try to plan throughout the day like looking ahead because i have zoom calls and meetings and different stuff so like today between four and five i know that that's open i'm plugging my phone in uh, and I'm not touching it. And so it's going to be in our bedroom and uh, it's off. I'm even taking my watch off. This stupid thing buzzes That's from the good. other room. Um, but I just really trying to unplug and be intentional. And the other day I went out riding bikes with my kids for an hour without my phone in my pocket. And it was like, I could feel the weight of going, what am I missing? But then at the same time, the joy of going, I don't have this stupid thing tied to me. So anyways, it just, uh, I'm trying to be very, very intentional, even planning it in my schedule to, to unplug. So that's, that's, that's how I'm trying to, to, to go. Well, guys, thank you. Um, if, if you're listening to this through podcasts or watching it on YouTube, um, if you got questions, you can always email us at podcast at empoweredhomes.org. Like I got that, uh, email and, uh, you can also find a ton more resources. We, we just, uploaded uh 20 new resources in the last uh five days uh, on empoweredhomes.org so if you want more information on marriage parenting personal growth uh, we're trying to crank out more for you so thanks guys thank you for listening to the empowered homes podcast for more content and information to connect church and home please visit empoweredhomes.org